Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Deal World Podcast. I am your host, Miss Amber J. The goal of this podcast is to promote positivity, to be relatable and transparent. Don't forget to turn on your alerts so that you will be notified whenever a new episode is posted. Episodes are posted every Tuesday at midnight. All right, just a few updates before we get into this week's episode. First and foremost, I apologize that my voice is raspy. I sound like my name is Andre instead of Amber. Bear with me, I'm getting over this cold. Secondly, you might hear Thor snoring in the background, who is the dog. I keep trying to wake him up, but he keeps going back to sleep. And for whatever reason, he snores like a grown man. Thirdly, this episode contains sexual content and probably a little profanity. So if you have an issue with either one of those, go ahead and close out this episode now and join me next week for a new episode. Let's get into it. Let's just lay our cards on the table. Let's talk about sex. First thing I want to talk about is threesomes. I'm 28 years old. I've never had a threesome. And there are several reasons why I've never had a threesome. First and foremost, I think that sex is supposed to be shared with someone special in a one-on-one setting, not with multiple people. That's just me. Secondly, there are too, 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 too many sexually transmitted diseases. And yeah, I know there are condoms and contraceptives and all these other things. However, I feel like if I were to have a threesome, I would just want to be outright nasty, like freak nasty, nasty. And I wouldn't want to use those things. Um, thirdly, I don't like to share. I'm very territorial. So I feel like it would get to a point that maybe I would get jealous or kick the bitch out. I don't know. Fourth, I don't think that I would be able to perform sexual acts on a woman. I think I would be okay with her doing things to me. But when it came to returning the favor, I don't think I would be able to do that. And I just don't think that's fair. So let's just avoid that situation altogether. Um... And I don't think I've ever met a person, even though I was engaged, I don't think I've ever met a person that I was comfortable enough to share something like that with. I don't think I ever will have a threesome. I don't knock people who have them or anything like that. And maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but I think they're overrated. That's just my opinion. So y'all know I love using articles to kind of add substance to what I'm talking about or just give different perspectives outside of my own. So I stumbled upon this article on the Cosmopolitan website. I don't read Cosmopolitan, but I thought this was an interesting article. It's 11 couples on how threesomes change their relationships. So I will read one how threesomes strengthen the relationship and then one how it had a negative effect. So, the first one is number five on the list. It strengthened our relationship. At first, it was something she did for me. But as we did them, she had fun. She likes to be bad and she likes to feel desired. And two people fawning over her in a threesome certainly does that. It strengthened our relationship because we use the threesomes constructively to focus on what we can do to make and keep each other happy. She also is very comfortable with the reality that I have no interest in other women. That is my kink, seeing two women together and making her happy. Okay, so I can I, I can get behind why they were having threesomes. It's like we're figuring out what each other likes. We're figuring out what makes each other happy. And he literally gets off by seeing his woman happy. It's not like he desires to be with another woman. It's literally he's getting off by seeing another woman please his woman. I, I feel you, bro. I can get behind that one. Um, and the next one is our relationship ended, which is number nine on the list. 
Um, <clears throat> excuse me. My friend and I made a split second decision to both bone my boyfriend because we were fucked up, both horny as fuck, and somehow realized we were both wearing black panties and black bras. I'm sorry, but what does that have to do with the tea in China? Nope, I said that wrong. What does that have to do with the price of tea in China? Dang, I always say it wrong. Anyway, that was our reasoning. We were so stupid. We did it a few more times after that. Then I found out they were sleeping together when I wasn't present, and that fucking sucked. When we broke up, they ended up dating for like a year. It was hot and fun in the moment, but I didn't. But I don't think I'll ever do it again. See, that would be my issue. We get together, we have this threesome, and then y'all decide that y'all gonna kick it outside of our relationship with each other. But I will say that if you're going to have a threesome I don't think it should be with a friend because I just think that's messy why would you have sex with one of your friends with your mate like that doesn't make sense if I were to have a threesome it would be with a complete stranger not a complete stranger but somebody that we weren't friends with somebody that we both built some sort of friendship with some sort of level of comfort with that person and then you know we decided to take it to the next level but I don't think it makes sense to have sex with a friend with your partner one because you have those situations where your friend might like your partner and two you might have a situation where you decide like oh this (laughs) this is just not it and I should have been with my friend all along like you might be attracted to your friend but that's just me what do I know like I said I've never had a threesome and I don't think I ever will but I can see how maybe for some people threesomes would be beneficial and then I can also see how they they ruin relationships I'm one of those people that's really curious about threesomes but I don't actually want to partake in a threesome but I do have questions about rules like are there rules is there no kissing rule does it have to be two girls and a guy can it be two guys and a girl or is that just like running the train I don't know I just have so many questions and a lot of people don't feel comfortable talking about sex but then there are people who do feel comfortable talking about sex but then it turns into like a weird awkward conversation so I kind of just avoid asking questions and I just sit in my and not google stuff but (laughs) anyway moving right along let's talk let's talk about sex on the first date all right so age-old question does sex on the first date make you a hoe personally i do not think sex on the first date makes you a hoe and i'm gonna just answer the question yes i've had sex on the first date before um i see this from a couple of different angles first and foremost i believe whether it's day one day 90 day 120 i feel like you should practice safe sex second thing i do believe in soul ties so (coughs) excuse me i think when you're having sex with a person you're having sex with whoever they had sex with and thirdly um sex is in a very is it is a very emotional thing and for me i try to act like i'm not an emotional person i try to act like i'm not a sensitive person when i i truly am so for me if i'm having sex with the person whether it's day one or day 191 i'm making sure that this is someone that i see myself potentially being with or you know that i can see myself being vulnerable with i don't just want to be out here having sex being emotionally connected to any and everybody because i know sex for me is an emotional thing and it's going to make me more emotionally attracted to the person um but for some people it's not and that's okay 
And I also think that you shouldn't allow society's rules and regulations to regulate you. A lot of people sit and say, oh, you know, you shouldn't have sex on the first day because it makes you a hoe. You know, when you're working a job, you have to work for 90 days before you get your benefits. I I, I get all that, but why are we comparing sex to a job? You know what I'm saying? Because if you want to be honest, let's, let's keep 100. You can have a person wait three months, which is 90 days. You can have them wait. And on the 91st day, you give them the draws. He or she, whoever. <coughs> and then on the 92nd day, they choose to leave you because... Either they got what they wanted by having sex with you, it wasn't what they thought it was going to be, or they just don't want to be with you. And it's the same with a job. Like, let's be real. You could work a job for 90 days, and on your 92nd day, you could get fired. That's It just is what it is. It's, it's a gamble that you have to take. And I don't think just because you have sex on the first date that a person is going to just dump you and dismiss you. And I don't think just because you make a person wait 90 days that they're going to be in a relationship with you with you there are several people who have had sex on the first date and ended up married to a person or at the very least dated this person for months or years and then there are people in situations where they have made a person wait to have sex and this has happened to me as well i literally waited to have sex with a person i can't remember how long it was and then after we had sex they ghosted my ass and it's just it was like okay you got what you wanted um so it really to me it really doesn't matter whether it's day one or like i said day 91 i just think it's about what you're comfortable with whether it's day one day five day 95 whatever your level of comfort is with the person just go for it stop worrying about what society thinks stop worrying about what other people are going to say who you choose to have sex with is your business and when you choose to have sex with them is your business if shit wasn't already awkward enough for you, let's end this episode talking about masturbation. I was on Healthline.com and I stumbled across this article that I thought was pretty interesting. Part of the article talks about does masturbation cause sexual sensitivity? Now, I hear a lot of men when it comes to having sex, they always say, oh, I have to jack off less because when they jack off less, I guess they last longer during sex. So the article reads... For women who have sexual dysfunction, enhanced stimulation, including masturbation, can increase sexual desire and sensitivity. In fact, two studies found that vibrator use among women and men has been linked to an increase in desire, arousal, and overall sexual function. Women also reported an increase in lubrication, while men reported better erectile function according to the studies masturbation can affect sensitivity during sex for men because of their technique research has shown that too tight of a grip on a penis during masturbation can decrease sensation sexual health experts recommend changing your technique during masturbation to restore sensitivity levels during sex so i found that to be very interesting because depending on who you are if you jack off a lot or if you play with yourself a lot or a little bit whatever it does affect your overall sexual sensitivity so some of y'all you know you might want to slow down or you might want to increase i don't know whatever works best for you see i told y'all it was gonna get more awkward because i get awkward sometimes when i'm having an uncomfortable conversation and for me this episode is kind of uncomfortable because i'm talking about sex to the masses and when I say the masses I mean like all five of my listeners but I feel like sex and topics of sex are an intimate thing and I'm kind of stepping outside of my comfort zone on this episode so that's why I'm kind of goofy 
Um, and then the last thing it talks about the benefits of masturbation. Masturbation is a healthy sexual activity. It has many benefits, <coughs> excuse me, to your physical and mental health. There are limited studies on the benefits of masturbation, but there are studies on sexual intercourse and stimulation. Research and reports suggest that sexual stimulation, including stimulation through masturbation, may help you to relieve built-up stress, sleep better, boost your mood, relax, feel pleasure, relieve cramps, relieve sexual tension, have better sex, and better understand your wants and needs. Now, how is that not proven? Because all of that is true. Like, all of it is true. It definitely relieves stress. It definitely will knock your ass out. Um, it definitely can boost your mood because it's you're releasing all types of endorphins and things um you definitely feel pleasure duh i don't know about relieving cramps i don't know if it releases like i'm not gonna say it doesn't release sexual tension it does but at the same time i don't know if it makes you have better sex i think it definitely can teach you some of the things that you like and don't like during sex but i'm not gonna sit and say that it helps you have better sex it can probably teach you how to tell your partner how to better please you so that might make you have better sex but overall i'm not sure how masturbation could make you have better sex but that's just that's just me and then the article ends with takeaway masturbation is a healthy natural and safe way to practice self-care and improve your health masturbating may have benefits for your mind and body despite the possibility of addiction there are no harmful side effects this is something that i also feel like parents need to discuss with their children when they have the sex talk because a lot of people are ashamed to talk about masturbation so i feel like this is something that people need to be educated about and we definitely need to have conversations with our children when we have you know you know, having that birds and bees conversation, not only to explain sex in itself, but also to explain masturbation and being comfortable with your own body and knowing what you like and what you don't like. I feel like that's important as well. Well, to end this awkward conversation, I hope that you guys enjoyed listening to this episode. It definitely pushed me outside of my comfort zone because I typically don't talk about sex publicly or things that I like or don't like sexually. So I hope that you guys enjoyed listening. Today's quote is rather interesting to me and it goes with the subjects at hand. The quote is by Hunter S. Thompson. Sex without love is as hollow and ridiculous as love without sex. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Dear World. Again, I am your host, Miss Amber J. If you enjoyed your listening experience, please rate this podcast and share it with your family and friends. Before you go, don't forget to turn on your notifications so that you will be alerted whenever a new episode has been posted. Peace, love, and blessings. Mm-hmm.